Hello, VGA listeners. It's your boy, Matty Al. Well, we have made it to the end of yet another year, and me and the boys are on what I hope you agree is a well-deserved break this week. But rather than have a break to the programming, we thought we would offer you a special treat to close out the year. Now that you've heard our top 10 games of the year, and boy, what a year it was. There were so many good entries, and now you know the final order. What you may not know is how we arrived at that order. Every year for the last few years over at patreon.com slash laser time, we've recorded a special patron exclusive show where we discuss our entries and arrive at the final order of our top 10. If you are a Patreon subscriber, first of all, thank you. But you've also had access to this show for about a week now. But if you're not a Patreon subscriber, as a special gift to you, and a way of enticing you to become a subscriber, we're offering you the first roughly 20 minutes of that show uh, as a little bit of a teaser, you know, so you get to hear kind of the setup and where we're going and and you get to hear all the entries. But of course, in order to hear the entire show, you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash laser time and subscribe at the $5 or more level. In the meantime, we are proud to present to you The opening segment of VGA's 2023, The Ordering. everybody and welcome to our patreon only bonus show the end of year what do we call this exactly where we argue and winnow friendship down friendship ruiner list. no yeah, there's an ruiner. official name you dolts okay we're already starting it off with that heat uh it is apocalypse guide in <laughs> the ordering it has uh, been the official name the for a few years now you can't expect me to remember things that happened a year ago that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ask me to remember the plot of video games from this year. And I- yeah. Oh, my God. There's been so many, haven't uh, there? Oh, there my sure God. have. So, yes, this is our end of the year, game of the year bonus show where we talk about, we have already at this point selected 10 games that will be our top 10 games of the year as chosen in votes by uh, the hosts by a couple of people who used to be hosts on this network, by a couple of frequent guests on this network whose opinions we trust. Uh, Lots of assholes who like Boulder's Gate. Oh, Everybody tons of assholes Baldur's love Boulder's Gate. Gate. Everyone <laughs> likes Bladder's Gate. Yeah. Bladder's Gout. Yeah, except uh, not me. Yeah, let's just say friends of the show. We, we have a select yeah, friends of the show. friends of the show. Yeah, I, I don't want to make it sound like we trust these people and not other people. It's just like, yeah, we work closely enough with these people that they're... Who's likely to email us back? They're basically considered <laughs> part of the network. <laughs> if you email us back, you're a friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yes, we, we invited people to vote. And surprisingly, we had, I believe, what, 10 or 11 games, period, that had Bullshit. more than one vote. Uh, Pee Wee Herman did not respond. What a prick. Yeah, I know. What a, what a dickhead. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to be reminded he died this year. Like, yeah, this I know. year? It does that feel was like, like 40 a 2022 years ago. Thing. 
Yeah, mm. that's a good point. Hey, um, I just thought of this because I'm not looking for ways to pad this episode or anything, but like, well, we as should. the this show's only attendee of the Game Awards, this uh, might be my oh, chance Jesus. to talk about like how oh, some of these shit, games right. ranked. But some of these games, uh, where they ended up on the Game Awards thing. So I may, I may throw that in occasionally. Not only did I attend the Game Awards, I posted on the, posted on the official Laser Time community. I took a picture with Ben Starr. He's a handsome person. He Woo. is. And one of one of the guests that we're going to have on our uh, Game of the Year shows may have sat right next to right Ben next Starr to him, yeah. during that the Game neat. Awards. Uh, all, all I want to know is is I can't believe this because I, you know, I worked in entertainment in california for like 15 years but i don't know anyone who has seen a muppet live except me an hmm. official muppet live like i've Can seen I them at disney world about a little something yeah Please. so people outside of the games industry don't think you worked in entertainment they don't refer ah, to you I as see. part of I the see. industry <laughs> i see i They're see so fucking snobs about it they're like oh no that's not the industry i'm like yes it is and we make more money than you it's, yeah no I, I that doesn't sound like anything i did on tubi it's like we are about <laughs> i work on okay? shaq's cartoon okay <laughs> no you, you people are in the business of creating toys and pocket calculators you're not part of the entertainment industry just yeah. saying they they operate in they operate similarly or video games wish they did mm-hmm. uh so we have we have the 10 games no no i, I wasn't done okay tell me everything continue. about seeing a muppet live i, oh, I can't okay. believe i haven't heard that an, those anecdotes from yeah. anyone yeah so um man i if you don't want your childhood uh crushed maybe don't listen to me for the next minute or so because i'm about to Pull the curtain back, if you I've will. been obsessed um, since uh, I was watching some SNL coverage, and the Muppets have been appearing live more than they have since the 1960s. They appear on the Today Show, SNL, and I got obsessed with, like, we all know there's a dude under there. And the, the, the way Henson was brilliant is where he put the camera helped create what used to be a wall. But when you're at a live show, how do they... How are you not staring at what what you're not supposed to? Yeah, well, guns first are like of all, we are. <laughs> first of all, everyone at the live show that wasn't in frame of the camera was could see the stuff you're not supposed to see. Oh, yeah. so Gonzo naked from the waist down, mm-hmm, four inch penis mm-hmm. thing, and if you think his nose is big, uh-huh. <laughs> no, it, it, <laughs> let me tell you. From what I from what I gather, it, it looks like Gonzo is taking like a nine foot pitch black shit <laughs> in, in most cases. Well, that's it's just, the thing. So like it. I think part of the illusion of the Muppets is we always assume everything is filmed where, where stuff is typically filmed of sort of like a stage two or three feet above ground level, right? Mm-hmm. And what I had to immediately remind myself is like that whole night, like Keely, when he's in his in the crowd segments, he's already on a platform that's like, mm-hmm. you know, four or five feet above the rest of the audience, right? But so when the Muppets brought in, he basically like they just film that above everyone else. So the dude doesn't need to hunch down. He's not like tucked in a stage or anything. he's just standing up and Keeley's just on a platform taller than him. And so he's oh, okay. doing- so, so the Muppeteers are standing up next to him. So he's on a huge platform. Well, in this in this instance, I mean, my understanding is they've done it different ways. It depends on sure, sure. They're, they're nothing if not adaptable to the, the you know where they're filming. But yeah, in this case. It was a just. I sent you guys a picture. It was just a dude kind of standing there with his arm up in the air, doing Gonzo. I doing couldn't Camilla, tell. I the could, chicken, but you know, it wasn't Dave Goals. It sounded like. Uh, I don't know. I, I, mean, I was it. Was I, it a, was it a seventy-year-old like, man? Because it was his voice. I was 
five rows away right in front of me is where Matthew McConaughey and Timothy Chalamet came out. Mm. And then, of course, the one thing I wanted to see, Gonzo, was all the way across <laughs> the fucking, uh, you know, the auditorium stage right, whereas I'm like, you know, sitting stage left in that wing. So I wasn't close enough to get a great view, although a friend of mine... Glenn was sitting right there, so maybe I'll, I'll pick his brain a bit. But no, I, just, it's, just it's, it, you know. it sounded like a pre-recorded dialogue, but Dave Goals is the on- Gonzo is the only original Muppeteer, period. And I don't think he's scooting around Dave and ducking Roll behind from cameras. Foo Fighters is yes. the voice of Gonzo. Dave. <laughs> I can't believe you guys want to have this conversation behind closed doors on the patron-only show and not... Oh, my bad. Well, that's, that's what you get. You get what you pay for it, buddy. And that's only true. The good yeah. stuff you get, you get to hear Patreon. about Gonzo. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon.com slash laser time. Yeah, oh, now you, you can watch. Now there. you can listen to Michael trying to move along behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, that that was cool uh, to see in person as well as yeah, seeing. But I, I really was trying to emphasize in 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 our text. I know a ton of people who know a ton of people. I don't know anybody who's seen a real live Muppet performance live. The, the opportunity mean, has not been there for I that had many highlights people. Highlights I didn't cover with you guys. The fact that so like. Because technically I was an acceptor, like I, if if Sonic Superstars would have won, I was going to be the guy to have to go on stage and, and say something. Um, wait, you wouldn't have had much time. No, I wouldn't, because that was the first award they gave out. And like I was like, oh, wait, Doug Bowser was like there, ready to accept it on behalf of Mario Wonder. But I did get to wait in line for the red carpet, even though like I'm not a celebrity, so I don't want to walk the red carpet. And so literally, you know who else thought the same way as me and my PR guy? Hmm. Reggie fils who was directly behind me in that line. And Reggie, being a fucking baller like he is, goes, uh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, to the PR person goes, yeah, is, is, there a, is there a split? Like he fucking, <laughs> not only did he ask, like, is there a way to get out of the red carpet? He knew the PR terminology for it. Like, is there a split? And yes, I know my Reggie sounds like Obama. That's how he sounds in my head. It's fine. <laughs> I got a Bigfoot pizza cool, cooling down in the car. I got to I gotta be out of here soon. But that, so that Reggie was behind me in line. And then Reggie's just like baller by himself. Just like, yeah, I'm going to use the split. And he just goes and does wow. this thing. And then, we, and then we followed him. We were like, we're going to do what Reggie did. Because we don't want to be in this red carpet line. You should have done important. it anyway. Pretended to be a celebrity. And wasted people's time deliberately. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Who are you? The whole time. <laughs> Let's get uh, this party ended. <laughs> Can, don't you recognize me? I'm famous Finnish developer Sam Lake. <laughs> yes, I, oh, I do man. great at Iceland. My hair's not as good as his. There's no way I could pass for Sam Lake's yeah. hair. Oh it's my glorious. god, those cheekbones alone. Oh right, how do yeah. you? Achieve I mean, there's that a reason naturally. he tries to put himself in every video game. One of which may or may not be in this episode. Oh, right. could be, could be. Okay, yeah. sorry. But anyway, for the so yeah, Game Awards was was big, but I'll kind of you know as we bring up the different entries, I'll mention if I felt like the thing was slighted or if it maybe got. Uh, too much recognition we'll see um but typically i kind of i feel like every year i've come up with a different way to run these and no matter how i do it i get accused of you know doing what the republicans accuse democrats of doing and like you know affecting this thing you know and and rigging rigging uh, he rigs the ordering yes. every year on the scale. manipulates no so, if i can if i I'm going to get into character and call Matt an asshole in just a little bit. What Matt does is probably what he does professionally is get things solved and moving pretty quickly. All right. Can we just all agree on this and move on? Hmm. Like, (laughs) now you're going to sound like Lorne Michaels, which do that. 
Make it. <laughs> I want your impression of me to just be Lauren. That'd be amazing. It, yeah. So we don't hate this then. Is, mm. Can we can we say this? So um, this feels like a ten to everyone else, right? Mm, yeah. Mm-mm, yes. Uh, no, actually. So, but I, what I wanted to do, rather than me start off the list to be like, here's mine. I wanted. So everyone's okay with Liza P. <laughs> Are you down with the lies of people? So I want to kick it to you guys that. first and see if you. I think actually, Michael, you you inadvertently did something that was awesome for this format, which is kind of by default. Given you know behind the scenes that when we were recording different things, we sort of ended up being like this feels like a natural bottom five, natural top five. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I would love for you to throw that out there. Well, also and, just uh, for scheduling purposes, y- well, yeah. uh, we had to we had to split it up before we had time to record this. Yeah, but well, that sounds like we put stuff on each list depending on when we were able to get guests, and it's not. I don't want to give that no, impression. No, no, like we no. all that, we all kind of agree. We we these. decided on order and then tried to get guests. So and and typically that's the stage we typically kind of go through is like let's let's figure out what you're going to be the bottom five and the top five and then yeah. order from there. That's the hard part is figuring the order within those. So let's. Let's. Can you give that list of like what you thought were? Yeah. So uh, we we basically say bottom five because this yeah. is the top ten games of the we, year. We but, basically you know. yeah shuffle the cards and split them sort of, and this is where they ended up. So bottom five, uh, in no particular order because we haven't decided that yet. Alan Wake two, and before you start screaming, there's a reason for this. It's because I played this game. And these two mm. numbnuts did not. We did not. Uh, so this we was me not. and uh, one other emeritus host voting it in. I, I ran wanted to play it, but the Duracell batteries on my console ran out before oh, I could play uh, it. They, or they, was it energized? Not only do they not do adver gaming this time, it gets it, this. This might be the weirdest AAA game ever made. I'm sure they spoof it. And I, I'll, what I do know about this game is the performance I saw at the Game Awards was. Like a huge spoiler that I am not bothering to look into because someone told me they're like, oh yeah, that's like the best moment of the game. And I'm like, motherfucker. It's like, an early yeah. game spoiler. It happens like in the okay. first several hours. And, and, okay, and behind good, the good, scenes, good. I ran out of not only money, but more importantly, time in early November while trying to play some of the other game entries. I really wish I would have bought that instead of Baldur's Gate, to be honest. Because like, well, that's- I had a feeling I, had a feeling I was going to feel the... I, Never mind. Let, don't let, we know, can don't get know if there. we're going to have a, a place to bring this up elsewhere, but we should mention like this year was a baller year for games. It, In fact, there is a stat I saw that I absolutely believe this year so far has had the most 90 plus rated games on Metacritic huh. than the last two decades. And I, I, you know what I believe we can thank for that? Early COVID? access, which is somehow the same as COVID. <laughs> more time in the barrel uh, mm. to to test shit out because yeah a lot of these games had a lot more time in the oven did they I, I i only know of one on the list that was early access but i could be yeah. just not missing something there's there's others. i mean other games kind of got not only more time but different time in development like I, didn't we say that last year like covid really messed up that first year where there was kind of like mm-hmm. a drought after yeah. covid yeah. and the second year we're like damn everything hit really ooh hit really fine but like you know not that wasn't a smooth transition that uh, like how to make a game remotely that was uh, something people had to work out and i think as that process smooths out that's kind of what we got to see games that started development during covid and these are games that probably had early development during covid yeah i think most of these games ended up finishing 
with at least a portion of that workforce coming back to the yeah. office for part of the Sorry. week. So it was kind of like they got a lot of creative That's stuff done was. from home, and then they probably finished these games being together in an office. So. Sure. Let's get through the rest of the list. Sea of yeah, Stars. Yeah. And this mm. this was a darling of Chris. And the like. this is sort of... This is Chris's he voted, and one other person voted. And uh, the rest of us played it a little bit, but we're like, okay, sure, he's passionate about it. Well, uh, I think it, 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 it was probably hard it was hard to it just not an innovator as opposed to a lot of other these games that had like super impressive triple a things going on for it mm-hmm. but, it's just uh, doing a thing it's a it's a really well done homage to have it's combining like, yeah, era i'm game, just happy right? to, to keep mario rpg off the list because this does a lot of that better <laughs> it's, it's it a, a beautiful list. example of what it is Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor because forgot it happened. Yeah, this I, game I'm still wondering if it suffered from a little bit of recency bias for other entries, but we'll talk about that. So. Ha- like I forgot most of what happened in this game because this was so early in the year. Yeah, that uh, yeah, it, I don't know if you can call that recency bias. Uh, Dave the Diver uh, Game Awards, which again probably might be higher if Michael yeah. put more time into this thing. Mm-hmm. I, I put some more time into it. A lot of a okay, lot of this okay. is like. These these games need to click with me on a certain level for me to really want to push them through. And yeah. like this has to be something like not only do I think this is really well made and fun, but like I want to keep coming back to it over and over again. Oh, so you're the only one who did, who felt the opposite of us. Cool. Hmm. I mean, you know, I didn't I didn't get to play that much of it, and then once I did, it's like yeah, this is this is really good. So I I agree with it being on the list, and of course. A Resident Evil 4 remake, which is a surprise mm-hmm. to no one if you've been listening to yeah. our shows up until this point. This is the I boring I think it entry. might be a surprise that it ended up in our bottom five. Mm. If only, and, and I, we we should talk about that because Resident Evil 2, wasn't it? Just a few years ago was our number one. Mm. Yeah, but that's that's the first big remake. Like now, like yeah. the idea that you can remake a classic game everyone's generations have loved isn't really that big a surprise. Yeah, I, that's 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 definitely part of it. I think the other part was the amazing graphic engine, which looked so beautiful at the time. It it still uh, looks that way. It had the the visuals yeah. haven't changed. I, that I, much I don't think there's too. anything wrong with this that we need to qualify it. I just think that the well, I think with one exception, the <laughs> games in the top five are all better experiences. Well, Ooh. okay, yes, <laughs> you want to start there? Yeah. Uh, so the top five. Remnant 2, which you guys both pushed really hard on, and uh, yeah, like I okay, I I respect that. I'll I'll let that in. I don't quite like it's. I I'm not to that point. Uh, okay. I, I it's not that I dislike the game. It's that like I don't get the excitement over it because when I played it, I think I got you. You you guys came in and said like you got a really bad role. You did, and you didn't it, re-roll your campaign right away because the game doesn't do a great job. Because I'd already that. spent like a couple of hours yeah. dying against all these hordes of slugs. But and at I'm the like, same time, like <laughs> this game provided my favorite co-op experiences of the year. Like no other game did what this game did of bringing us together, and we all dicked around and had fun for several hours. You know, yeah. No, no game it. did I spend hundreds of hours in with multiple friends from multiple backgrounds who like multiple different types of experiences. Yeah, many of them have played a destiny game and that probably helps michael uh <laughs> that we were all kind of well, destiny I, don't, friends. I don't even think it's it's i mean you've played more destiny than i have mm-hmm. but uh to me it's like this is a very soulsy game this is yeah. uh soulsy with um 
you know, random procedural generation and uh, guns, lots and lots of guns. Yeah. Guns, but but a little bit more of a raidy experience, and and something mm. that's tough rather than plentiful enemies. You get tough enemies. Yeah, and and, and if you're that. if you're going in single player, like I tried to off the bat, it can be very difficult. And and I I don't know. I kind of feel like when you're playing a Souls game, like part of the DNA of a Souls game is you have a finite amount of enemies in an area. And then once you clear them, they're gone until you rest, and then they come back. And with this one, it just felt like I'm being randomly attacked by respawning enemies constantly. And so maybe this that, one, they don't respawn. Like yeah, once you respawn. clear out an area, they don't. It, it they okay. It depends on the. They area. spawn up to a point, and then they stop respawning after you truly have cleared everyone out. But yeah, there's definitely times where you're like, I should have cleared everything out by now and it's still throwing enemies like walking me. around that big ass desert i think it was like it, unless there were like you know hundreds of enemies out there like it was just constantly respawning i i think the genius of remnant for me well okay we're gonna we'll, we'll get into it let's let's go through mm -hmm. the rest of your top yeah, yeah, five yeah. And we'll okay circle uh super mario wonder everybody except matt loves super mario wonder yeah yeah this <laughs> is the big dogs. this is the big upset for me of like mm -hmm squarely believe this should have been in the bottom five but okay we'll talk about why later okay mm -hmm. oh, well you're, you're the one who who horse traded this into the top five just saying uh and spider-man 2 yes which mm. yeah okay we all love spider-man 2 although i feel like i'm it. higher on two than you guys are like mm. i love this game it's probably in my top three maybe top two of the year and you're both like yeah it's fine it's just it's more of the great games the previous two yeah. games yeah, that, I mean, yeah. this is another boring entry for me. Like, is it a game that didn't really add much to its predecessor, but is so po it is the most polished game of this year? Yeah, by by mm -hmm. a long shot, I think it's it's yeah. incredibly polished. Feels incredibly expensive. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, that game feels like half a billion bucks, which mm -hmm. may not be too far off yeah, given gaming budgets is. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, very slick. That is a word I would use. It's a very sure. slick yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 is the one that we know started in early access in like 20 what was it, 2020? I wanted to say 2018, but I don't I think don't know. That's I right. didn't pay attention. No, it was 2020. I, I, I just like with Hades, I think Hades spoiled me of like I with that game I was aware of it and knew it was in early access, but I was like, I'm gonna wait until it's finished and then play it. Maybe it was Dead Cells was the original one of these for me of like, I don't need to play them during early access. I need to play them when everyone agrees they're good and like mm -hmm. <laughs> i waited on this one so i, I couldn't have given a shit about well, this game prior to this year yeah and i then... will say i tried playing Baldur's gate 3 when it launched in early access in october 2020 i just looked it up uh and i was like well, this, this is okay but i don't think it's really for me like i don't, I don't know that i even got past mm -hmm. that that first stage in the ship before kind of giving up on it and it was really rough and really buggy and it remained fairly rough and buggy right up until the final version released. Mm. And and then it was like, oh, damn, this is kind Can of Can I incredible. also postulate something? Sure. This is not the kind of game our brains were in any state to be playing in the year of our Lord 2020. Yeah, that's fair. But like, none of us wanted a math game back then that was super <laughs> complicated. Still don't. Die that, rolls. That gave you anxiety about choices you were making. Like, we didn't, this is, this would not have been a good 2020 game. Yeah, but still yeah. don't. You'll notice many of the games I chose uh, were dictated by my own skill. Hmm. 
<laughs> the the early access part was also like I think just Act One, so that's what players had mm. for like three years. Oh, you mean you only you know only forty hours worth? Of yeah, game. exactly. I mean, it's Judging it's by a how lot. long it took me to get it. It's, I think it's most of what I've played. I'll say I was that. well, I was looking at my time in the game as of we were as of the night before we recorded this. I'm in kind of the middle of Act Two, and I'm at a sound fifty plus hours. Jesus in this thing. I, even I've done like twenty, and I bar- I barely like it. If if you're one of those people who believes someone has to finish the game before they review it, first of all, fuck off. That's stupid. But second of all, like, sorry, none of us have finished this game. But even then, sixty hours in, I'm prepared to defend its position in our top ten. So. And as I'm I'm playing a character, kind of slagging it, so am I. It's a very easy uh, top contender, despite me personally not being for me. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It does something special that none yeah. of these other games on the list do. And it, yeah. it also it simultaneously harkens back to CRPGs of the 90s, probably, with... Uh, what's that one that, man, I've always been meaning to play? It's the one with the god on the cover. Um, a Pl- Planescape Torment. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like a game oh, like that. Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well like all of and those D&D CRPG games. CRPG means Canadian RPG. Yes, right? yes that's right. Mm-hmm. It's it's an RPG, but the top of its head opens up and flaps. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Turn it What'd you roll, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's actually uh, caramel RPG to differentiate it from the milk chocolate filling of other RPGs. Oh, boy. Yeah. Can we can we maybe start there? Because I, I, I tried to keep my mouth a little shut on the game of the year entry and there's I can one talk entry. about my... There's one entry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We start, one maybe let, let's finish the last uh, This game. This might be the one that we uh, have the most consensus on, which is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only reason I don't want to like die on a hill for this to be number one is because that would make this whole thing boring. Hmm. Of course it should be. <laughs> of course it should be. I think there's some strong arguments against mm-hmm. it being number one. This is the one that surprised me at the Game Awards. This game, it's hard to say a Zelda game got overlooked, but it sure as hell got overlooked at the Game Awards this year. And well, another, was, another one might be subject to recency bias a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I would agree with recency bias there because this did come out in the first half of the year. And mm-hmm. I remember loving it and wanting to do nothing but play it for hours on end. And I barely remember any of it because everything else that's come out since then has kind of replaced it in my mind. Hmm. Uh, I'm not not quite there, but yeah, whatever. However, you want to talk about this, mm-hmm. I'm you, in. Well, what we typically do is we take that bottom five once we've yes. established them, and we sort that one, and then we sort the top five. But if you if you wanted to start on Baldur's, like you, you no, know, no, I'm, no, I'm, I was no, just no, excited to. Uh, however you want to do it, let's, I won't. Let's I won't. start from the back. Let's build to a climax. Started at the bottom. Now we're yes. here. Mm-hmm. And that seems about as good a time as any to stop our VGA The Ordering preview and direct you toward patreon.com slash laser time where you can get access to the rest of this show by subscribing at the $5 or more level. How about setting a New Year's resolution for yourself? You've listened for years, never been a subscriber. Come on over. $5 a month, that's all it takes. Get you access to this type of content. Get you access to our VGA Apocalypse Guidance spoiler cast where we talk about games such as Spider-Man 2 and break them down for, at least in the case of Spidey, for two hours. Uh, that's where you get all sorts of bonus programming. There's there's archives of bonus times. There is the special uh, deep dive shows on the 80s that they do. That's where all of Chris's, the horror shows he does, the Elm Street Nightmares. Um, so that's only available 
if you go to patreon.com slash laser time and subscribe at the $5 or more level. So that's it. That is 2023. We hope you had an outstanding holiday with your friends and family. We hope you're staying safe and we look forward to seeing you in the new year. Bye. Bye.